Hello and welcome back to another round presented by Imperial Beverage. Today we're joined by our celebrity guest, Carrie from Shorts. I'm uh, back, baby. Yes, yes, we're so excited to have you back. And my name is Jacob. I'm here with Bryce as well. Bryce is joining us. Bryce is one of our brand managers here. If you want to hear the background story on Shorts and Shorts hero origin story, you can actually reference the Locals Light episode that we did. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and start forward with, uh, we have Soft Parade here, one of the other big hitters from Shorts. This is actually kind of an iconic can, an iconic logo. The Soft Parade girl I know has been something that, of, of an icon, right? We've had lots of posters made. We've had restroom doors that, you know, they do a men and women and the Soft Parade girl is the women's restroom door. Uh, she is iconic. Um, People have gotten tattoos. Yes, many, a, many a tattoos have happened of the Soft Parade girl. That's the most common one that you see in the world of shorts brewing. When do you know when Soft Parade kind of hit the market? Came hit the out scene? into the world for everything. Yeah, Soft Parade was one of our first beers as well. So 2004, that's one of the ones that Joe started out with. Uh, the name Soft Parade didn't exist originally. I'm not going to get into the dirty laundry of all of the things that Soft Parade got called by other people around around the beginning of its time. But a name was decided on by Joe on a trip up to the UP, actually. And he said he was driving back over the bridge to get back to the pub. And he was listening to the Doors album and uh, said he genuinely envisioned like a gentle parade of berries. And it just felt correct. Um, background on that is when Joe was working at Traverse City Brewing up in northern Michigan prior to opening up shorts every time they were running CIP cycles on tanks over there, they would listen to that doors album as a way to time everything. So it has like all kinds of connected history for him with that. Um, everybody always asks, is the girl real? That's another thing that is kind of laden in folklore. Uh, depending on if you ask Joe, maybe, maybe not. And I'll just leave it at that. Maybe she really exists. Maybe she doesn't. The lore continues. The lore continues, and it always will. Also, what was the ABV when it started? Who knows? <laughs> was it 12%? Was it the same as it is now? Everybody's got an opinion on that. And that's okay. That's awesome. Well, real or not, she's certainly outlasted poor Hanging Frank. Aw, R.I.P. Poor Hanging Frank. <laughs> you know, you got, you got to make mistakes every now and then to be able to to find the right things to do. She really has to the test of time. Yeah. So outside of that, um, kind of the same thing I know we talked about with locals, how Joe was really trying to make things that would give us a fully rounded tap menu at the pub up in Bel Air when we originally opened. Um, Soft Parade was his idea for how to bring people in who didn't like beer. You know, if somebody was coming in and it was like, you know, a family coming in and one of them was like, I'm not a beer drinker. Um, how do you make something that then is going to cater to them, but something that still is going to be a beer? Because Joe was like, I'm, we're making craft beer. I want to make beer. Um, and so he been, spent a lot of time figuring out how to do that. And I think software really was the thing that he figured out that then kind of solved us being able to make a bunch of weird flavor forward beers the way that we do. So the thing that's interesting about soft parade um, compared to most other fruit beers is most people add all fruit post fermentation. So you're going to get through 
brewing, get it into a tank, and then you're going to add fruit at that point in time to be able to get everything to come through from there. And Joe um, figured out a way to kind of build essentially a hot back. So a piece of equipment where during the brew, when the word is all hot, um, he would do a huge vat of just pure fruit, like just straight up strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, and then immersion blend them to get them into a puree with a huge immersion blender and then cycle the beer through that. So cycle the hot wort through it. So he's using the hot wort as a way to sanitize the beer as well, or to sanitize the fruit so that you're not getting any bacteria or anything from that. Um, But then you're also kind of imparting all of that flavor at a different time than what most people do. So at the end of that, you end up with something that has all kinds of incredible berry notes, but you miss all of the sweetness because we're able to ferment all of that sugar out um, on like adding it afterwards. So um, that's why you can, you know, just drink four soft braids and then not be able to stand up afterwards because it's not too sweet to be able to do that. Love that. That's awesome. I, I actually didn't know that about the the, the fermentation process, the, yeah. the way that he makes it. That's so cool. So recently you guys actually got uh, your hands on some new fruits, right? Yeah, the, the fruit adventure has been a bit of an adventure. So we've always gotten um, fruit from Oregon, essentially, is where we've gotten most of the berries from for that, um, just because of the amount that we needed to source was not something that we could do um, from Michigan. Uh, the amount of fruit that goes into that, it's a pound of fruit for every gallon of wort. And we make a lot of soft braid. So that's a lot of fruit that we need and we had really great contracts with people out in Oregon to get all of that and then you know the pandemic and all of the chaos of everything that went with that wildfires whatsoever really decimated crops out there um, and kind of threw off contracts so we had to look for specifically blackberries um, from a new location and we were sourcing them from South America And they were good, but not the same. So definitely not the same as what they had been. And there was definitely a noticeable difference in the way soft rage tasted, which, you know, it's going to happen sometimes when you're dealing with an agricultural product. Um, But we had been just looking and hoping to be able to secure something back out of the States, um, both for the sake of being able to support our, you know, where we're at, and then also get that quality back to where we wanted it. Um, So we were able to get that all secured back up uh, right around uh, November, December of 2022 was when that change happened. And so I like to say that drinking a soft braid now, it's like trying it again for the first time. Like all the berry flavors are so much brighter and um, just prevalent compared to what they were before. Changed the color a little bit, which made people a little bit nervous because the blackberry is a little bit less pronounced. So it's less intense in color, Um, but the flavor just makes up for it like crazy. It's so good. I think when you're dealing with fruits that are so involved in the process, right? This is, I mean, unapologetically has fruit in it and and nature and supply chains and everything, you know, if it tastes good, perfect. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's going to look like a beer. Yeah, absolutely. So we've really encouraged people to sample it again, sample it again for the first time in a long time. And, and understand that that flavor is uh, what they were looking for all along. Yeah. Yeah, good thing to get in your hands again, for sure. Well, and, you know, with Soft Parade Shandy coming out and, you know, making its way onto the shelves, that is a seasonal, right? At some point, it's yep. going to go away, and there's a there's a spot right there, right there for that, that, that Soft Parade. Yep. Yeah, and that's, um, I mean, it's a nice thing. I think Soft Parade and Soft Parade Shandy really complement each other in the market. Um, I totally understand why people love soft braid shandy it is uh, delicious but it's not something i can drink a lot of because the lemonade gets it's a little bit sweet for my palate um which again that just goes back to that whole idea that shorts has really got something for everybody you know so i think that 
being able to do the things like put that out in the world side by side with each other so everybody can see the two variations and understand like what's my it's like a choose your own adventure you know do i want less sweet and seven and a half percent and like get the job done in a more efficient amount of time or am i going out on the boat and it's hot out and i need to be refreshed like i'm having state fair lemonade mixed with beer 4.2 percent you know like then i'm going to choose a shandy so it's really nice to be able to have all of those options again a companion for everything that you're doing in the summer in northern michigan love it i love it i love it uh and and the summer of all of Michigan. I guess all of Michigan, really anywhere. I'm not gonna. I shouldn't limit people with that. <laughs> I just like to spend all of my summer in Northern Michigan, if humanly possible, because it's gorgeous. So, well, Northern Michigan, like it's gorgeous year round. Even the snow is mm. better in Northern it's Michigan. True. It's true. Less <laughs> people. <laughs> so, uh, pretty much covers all that. So, if we want to taste, I brought you a cup. If you'd like to taste. We're going to put Bryce on the spot. Oh, Bryce yes. is drinking this beer. Get the sick pop. Nice. We're all going to sit back and watch you pour this and judge your pouring skills. No pressure, sir. None whatsoever. Well, like a pro. Am I pouring the whole thing? Yeah, why not? What else are you going to do with it? What are you guys going to do? Oh, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> You're good. I see the logging in Jacob's eyes. He wants some of that. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, you can just smell that fruit half a room away. Mm-hmm. I genuinely, and I told you this, Bryce, when I drank the first one that I got out of that, the new batch in December, that opening it up and taking a sniff of it, I like was immediately transported to sitting at the pub in like 2009 and... I just love the way the olfactory sense works like that, where it can just take you directly back to a moment. And uh, yeah, just very berry forward, but like real berry. It definitely doesn't smell like anything fake, which it's not. Schwartz never uses fake stuff in their products. So it's like real mixed berry, like the flavor that you'd find. Mm -hmm. It smells authentic. Yeah. Did you mention what are the fruits used? Strawberry, blueberry, blackberry, raspberry, all of the good berries. All of the good ones. All of the good ones. Joe always says that it's a beer for people who don't drink beer and also beer for people who do drink beer. So. It's a lot of people. It's a lot. It's really kind of everybody, as it turns out. The every man's beer. Every person's beer. Every human. Every every good humans. Every good humans. (laughs) Not the bad ones. Not the bad ones. We'll cut that. <laughs> Leave it in there. I'm so into that. Not the bad ones. Stay away from our stuff. <laughs> uh, no, and it's it it's a little darker than locals light, and I would imagine that's the fruit. Yeah, yeah. You just get that really nice kind of dark rosy color going on, but still very clear. Has there been any change to the malt bill over the years? No, no. The malt bill has stayed the same. So we put a little touch of flaked rye in there. um, And that's kind of the differentiator on there. Um, Joe, when he was originally doing recipe development on this, was looking for a way to kind of mimic um, like the drying effect of a wine on your palate. You know, when you drink a wine and it kind of just like falls off and and is drying um, and that little bit of kind of like spiciness that you could get. But he didn't want it to be this like perceivable thing of like, wow, this beer is dry and spicy, but just have something there that was going to help, again, just kind of bring back that sweetness and put it at a spot that was going to then make you want to come back for more. And I really think Zoffrey does that. And that's, again, why I keep joking about people drinking four of them, because it's one of those beers that you take a sip and you're like, huh. And then you go back and it just kind of draws you back in on repeat, which is really fun. So if you were going to eat this, if you were going to or if you're going to drink this. You could eat it as well. You could eat it. We make a jam with it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah you, you guys do jam. make a jam. Yeah, serve it with our pretzels. 
uh, mixed in with peanut butter. And yeah. you've never had a pretzel with peanut butter and jelly, you're missing out on life. It's a professional move. That's a verifiable fact. That's a verifiable fact. Like, it's <laughs> so good. Yeah. So if we were going to put this in an account that's, uh, you know, that's food, right? A restaurant, a yeah. bar, something like that. What kind of food do you think this would go with? Oh, goodness. Um, I really like soft parade with like some big kind of like heavier meats, like think barbecue, like put that with like a pulled pork or a brisket or anything along those lines. It's going to be incredibly delicious. Um, blends well with like a chili as well on the side of something like that. So it actually does work very well with a lot of like kind of heartier foods. Um, but I think then you can balance that out on the opposite side and go just really like light and crisp, you know, if you're doing like just a fresh salad or something. It'll work there, too. So pretty pretty good on both sides. But my personal preference, um, outside of desserts, of course, because it works very well with desserts, and genuinely, I love soft with barbecue. That's, like, one of my favorite combos. I totally agree. I think the uh, the dryness, the rye, really cuts through the fat a little bit. Yep. Some of the better cuts. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I, I, I could totally get down with that and some, like, some pulled pork, mm-hmm. uh, some spicy barbecue. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, an acidity cuts down on fats yep so like as you're as you're ingesting the food and you ingest something with you know some acidity it'll allow you to cleanse that palate a little bit and go back to the food and get more flavor there and it's a cycle of experience i'm just over here nodding about cycle of experience like yeah that's a good thing to say i I like that (laughs) is there anything else that we want to like mention specifically i'm trying to think what have i missed out on talking about when it comes to soft raid Bryce, if you were Oh, yeah. I can't, how are we not talking about soft fried vodka? My goodness. Um, yeah. So in the world of fun collaborations that have existed for Shorts Brewing Company, um, doing anything with Iron Fish has turned into a total blast for us. Um, being as we're both up in northern Michigan, both in places that are not really easy to get to, um, both because both people really just loved the location and wanted something that was near where they called home. Um, and so we've been friends for a very long time. Actually, they're... Uh, creative director used to work at Shorts, so he's was around for a long time and did a bunch of stuff with us. And great guy, um, and yeah, so we just kind of got talking about soft raid vodka. Honestly, it's been almost two years now that that had been a thing we had been discussing, and they did a great job of making sure that the base of that vodka uses both rye and wheat in there because they really wanted wanted to mimic the base grain bill of soft raid when they were doing that and um, we sourced all of the same fruits so they use the exact same fruit puree as what we had in there so it's real authentic fruit it's not flavorings or anything like that which is how you get that beautiful beautiful deep pink color from it um yeah and it was just a blast we had a great time with it um seems like it went really well i think it's all almost gone from the market already i know it sold out of imperial like gangbusters and then we uh have seen it go off a shelves just as quickly. Uh, and so everybody just has to sit around and wait very patiently for next May, and we'll do it again. But I'm not doing it before that. Ask all you want. We're waiting until next year. Maybe something else fun will happen in the middle. Maybe. So is that a confirmation that we're going to see it again next oh, May? Oh, hell yes, we're going to see it next <laughs> May. Yeah, Perfect. for sure. Because I, I I was watching some of our accounts and they uh, they would say hey you know we're getting it tomorrow be here at ten a.m. and then it's gone it's it never hits a shelf yeah it is that is why I'm here and standing in line at ten a.m. yeah to get this product 
Yeah, which is exciting. It's always exciting to be able to take those things. And it was really cool to see um, not only were people excited about it because it was soft raid, but how many people were excited about the, just the collaboration between Ironfish and Shorts as a baseline for that, you know, just cool to bring two, two really kind of quintessential northern Michigan companies together and, yeah, create some magic, you know. Like an absolute North Michigan crossover episode. Yeah, yeah for sure. Ah. It's good times. Kai Nielsen ratings. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Nielsen ratings. Well, that's fantastic. Well, Carrie, I appreciate you joining us today. Absolute pleasure. And, uh, you know, we appreciate every time you're on here and I look forward to having you on again. Maybe sometime you guys won't have to listen to me. I'll get you somebody else too. Maybe. Ooh. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. Well, until next time, cheers. Cheers. thank you again for listening to Imperial Beverage Presents Another Round. Uh, We appreciate you listening, and we hope that you have a wonderful day. Cheers. Cheers.